starting now. It's recording. It's recording. Yeah. Okay, are we starting? Yes, Ooh. we are. I think so. Okay, I'm starting. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the long-awaited one and only Degenerates Not Your Mom's podcast. This is Legina. I'm Yusef. And before we start, I would just like to propose a little toast. So if you are at home listening, grab a beer, grab a glass of wine, grab a cocktail, whatever it is, uh, pause a second and grab that. And I want to do a virtual cheers to all the degenerates. Oh my God, I cannot even say it. (laughs) All the degenerates out there. Cheers. Cheers. And, you know, to the start of our podcast. So cheers. To the start of our podcast. Cheers. That's right. Oh yeah. So oh, God. Um, well yeah, it's been a it's been a while, you know. I mean mm-hmm. we um real quick story, we, we started this podcast last uh late April last year during COVID. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, just to give you a bit of background as to like you know how we started. So uh, you know, I we know each other, Legina and I from uh, working in bars. We used to work at this place in Midtown, this noodle. <laughs> <laughs> okay it wasn't a noodle bar come on it was a restaurant <laughs> oh, oh oh yeah yeah right right noodle bar is too classy right <laughs> yeah. it was a pretty famous restaurant <laughs> yeah yeah pretty famous in it's, uh, all of europe you know <laughs> yeah and, and uh yeah they, they sell stuff like ramen and like you know pan asian cuisine things like that so, <laughs> Yeah, our uh, Legina, we met there, and uh, we pretty much became friends like right away, um, you know. And uh, yeah, we 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 at one night after we worked, and you were still training, and I remember I was helping you like with stuff where things were and whatever. We went out, and uh, yeah, I, I it no, was- okay. Funny thing about that night, I'm just gonna interrupt for one second because I norm, I don't think I ever ask someone if they're gonna go get a beer can I please yeah. come with you <laughs> because yeah. I was so exhausted that it was yeah it, I was still training it was my first week I didn't know anybody and it was just such a tiring place to work and I was like hi <laughs> I've seen you in the bar with me are yeah, you going yeah. to go have a drink can I go with you I literally said that. <laughs> it, it was no, it was so funny because I was I had I'd been working there for a while at that bar, but I never went out for a drink afterwards. It wasn't really that kind of place. You know, the bartenders didn't hang out and you know afterwards like that. And I was standing outside talking to the manager, and then like, you know, we're just whatever. I'm just shooting with him. And then he leaves, and then you show up, and then you're like, hey, what's up? I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on? Oh, good. Yeah, that was a good shift. Yeah. Um, and you're like, what are you going to do now? And I was like, and right then, right before you showed up, I was thinking of, I couldn't wait to, I was going to grab my first beer by myself at a bar like that night. I was like, I'm yeah. going to enjoy beer. And then you showed up <laughs> what you do. And I was like, I'm going to get a beer. And you're like, can I join you? Like, can I go? Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then you, and then we went to, um, what was that place called? live bait live bait live bait. Well, i don't know if that's still there but no. that was some ratchet ass bar yeah 
<laughs> sure, for sure. And um, yeah. well, ever since that night, we were good friends and um, we stayed in touch because then you worked in different bars, so did I. And then I left New York City and um, yeah, we started doing this podcast, you know, um, back in, well, we started talking about it when, like January? Yeah, oh. I mean, I think we had this idea all through. So Yusef is now in Washington. Yeah, Washington. Uh, near DC, right? And I'm still in New York. And we had that because we were still in touch. Um, we still, we had the idea of like, you know what? Like we should start a podcast. And since we're in different cities, we should like record it, video call or something. And then what happened like it, it was an idea for a while and then we like made up our mind to do it 2020 pick the best year to start right <laughs> yeah yeah i mean actually thankfully for that we started because we're always like yeah we should do a podcast yeah we should do a podcast but we never did you know and uh yeah. since we're everyone's at home and there was nothing to do finally we're like let's do this you know so um but yeah but we don't, we're not just like good friends when we started this podcast. We decided to do this podcast because, well, every time, like, you know, I mean, legit, like every time we'd like talk like with each other, we'd always talk about stuff like, you know, the non-traditional, for example, work life, right? The non-nine to five job kind of thing, right. uh, whether it be stuff that you do, you know, uh, music, art, anything, anything that's outside of the regular. We always talked about that. And I think that's what drew us to like working in bars because actually you, know, you used to work in a in a like a day job right in Korea yeah so I moved to New York what is it like seven years ago now and that's a whole another episode I can do about my life in Korea but um yeah I worked in marketing I had like a normal life I just like studied hard to get into a good college to get into a good big company and that was my life until I was like you know what fuck this uh, I'm gonna go back to the states which I was born here I did elementary school in the states so I decided to come back by myself and I started a whole new life and I kind of love it I kind I love being a degenerate one I mean my life went into like drinking every night honestly before COVID it was like out of control and I drank way too much. Like I not, you know what? Not that I stopped drinking every day. I still drink almost every day, but that amount was like a different amount at that time. I feel Wait, like why were you drinking so much? I mean, I know you drank a lot, but I'm just saying, like, is there like a reason? Um, I think it was like out of habit. It started probably three years ago. Like I worked at a little pop-up bar uh breaking bad theme pop-up bar yeah and i think yeah. the drinking every single day started at that point because we wow. were literally working out of an rv so we would just like walk into work and start drinking and then we'll this go out after what happened this was in williamsburg yeah it was in bushwick and so you'd, you'd start drinking right from when you entered right right because there was a lot of prep and we would go in early before because that was like a session it that's this is like a whole long story but we ran in sessions so we had like one session of 20 something people come in they would sit at tables with beakers and like act like you know a breaking bad theme thing like they're making 
meth and <laughs> they would be making cocktails and we would guide them while everyone, all the bartenders are acting like Jesse Pinkman to those who have seen the show or who have not seen the show. Yeah. All he does is call people bitch and <laughs> swear. So we're like, literally, if you do not call us bitch, we're not going to respond to you. <laughs> so they have to be like, hey, bitch, for us to like even look at them. And then we'll like wow. carry bottles around, pour it like ratchet um, bottles, like barcode vodka. Wow. I don't know, really like, yeah, bottom shelf vodka into people's <laughs> mouths. And they're like, I don't drink vodka. Oh, fuck you. Open your mouth. And like, Holy no shit. one can say anything. They like paid for this shit. They came for the experience. So, <laughs> and then people would be like, oh my God, are you guys all aspiring actors? And we're like, no, fuck you. I'm a bartender. <laughs> we would just, yeah, that was like a whole thing because I had two jobs at that time. And one was in a nice restaurant in Tribeca. And one was that. So I would go from like, yeah, hey, bitch, in like tank tops and booty shorts to like, hi, what would you like? And I was like, every time I went back to Tribeca, I'm like, oh my God, I cannot do this. Wow. That's crazy. But yeah, that was a fun thing. But I think my drinking started then. <laughs> drinking every night. It just kind of become a habit, I guess. Wow. Because it just like, we got used to going out every night. And then that ended. And then I started working in stone street which is another big huge place where everyone drinks a lot like <laughs> every night yeah and then we stone street is actually like a little family so all the bartenders know each other so we would just literally bar hop like and get everything for free <laughs> at the end of the night so we just like get our tips spend it as tips <laughs> for alcohol <laughs> that just like continued until pandemic i guess yeah 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 that's so, yeah okay. I, I i never knew it was that uh i mean i knew it was crazy because you would tell me about him you know you tell me about like story right. bar but like uh that sounds like insane how the hell so did you ever get hung over all the time i would oh my god i would all i think almost all my morning shifts i am like half throwing up like I would have to run to the bathroom what the hell <laughs> wow which okay which also the first time I met you well the first time we drank together yeah <laughs> going back to that story um we, we drank until 6 a.m that day yeah for some reason and that time I I used to work at a karaoke bar so that that would we would get off at like 4 a.m no we would wrong we would close at 4 a.m clean and then get out of work at like five and then we would go to some restaurants in k-town and they would still give us beers wow even though it was illegal so i still had that connect when i met you hmm. and we drank after 4 a.m so we yeah. we drank until 6 a.m because we went to k-town yep yep and that uh, yeah cool. and then and we had <laughs> and then Oh my, and we had food yeah. and we both had to work at like 10 a.m 11 a.m yeah i had to and i was in. yeah mm -hmm. i got home at seven i passed out i woke up at like 9 50 or no nine nine i had like two hours of sleep and i like i, I walked i got up went to work 
dude i was it was horrible i i had to go into the the walk-in fridge like oh, the, God. five times in an hour just so i can breathe the fresh air so i wouldn't throw up and yeah and then i had the bar set up and then uh oh you were oh because you were still training and then this other bartender showed up and you were like next to her and she was like oh hey this is legina did you meet her yet and and, <laughs> and i was like yeah yeah, yeah. we've met <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then she was like oh okay i'm gonna go train her upstairs i was like okay <laughs> oh and that was horrible because the upstairs and at that time i do not know the reason why upstairs had a dessert bar and for some yeah. stupid reason they made the bartenders fucking scoop ice cream oh i forgot about that <laughs> <Wow>. yeah <laughs> and then she was like teaching me okay then i'm gonna test you uh what is bloody bloody blood and i'm like fuck you bitch <laughs> like i cannot i'm about to throw up and i was like ha 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 i don't know huh <laughs> my brain wasn't working and also that bar had a dishwasher <laughs> in the bar and she kept making me like fucking fetch the glasses from the dishwasher and every time you open it all the steam comes up <laughs> yeah. into my face and i'm like ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah i just remember that too that would happen to me because there was yeah, a yeah. bar there was a dishwasher in the bar as well downstairs and mm-hmm. like that was part of the job you know we did not have a bar back it was your job even if if even if i didn't have a bar back i would still do it as a bartender but uh mm-hmm. You know, but I'd be like, hey, man, I go up to the bar back and be like, hey, man, I'm hungover as fuck. Can you can you please today just take care of this? Because I'm going to throw up. But at that bar, there wasn't anybody <laughs> you can talk to. And then uh, and so in the same thing, I'd open it and all this steam. Oh, my <laughs> God. Just, it was the worst. Seriously. Uh, yeah. Working hungover at that bar was insanely miserable. <laughs> it was but, miserable. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, but um, <laughs> what were we even talking about? Well, I guess we're talking about how we met and things like that. Right. Why we? Uh, oh, okay. So let's go back to mm-hmm. um, how, how our lives were when we first decided to do this podcast before COVID. Uh, we were living different lives, right? Like I was, um, you know. Oh yeah. Um, I still am single. Uh, you are not anymore. But um, you up until then you know, you were living um, a pretty crazy lifestyle. I was always fascinated by it. So uh, <laughs> but I was also fascinated by like just the, the world of, you know, dating as well and st- things like that. So we're just, that was one of the reasons why we said, hey, why don't we start a podcast when, you know, uh, we can talk about all the crazy shit you're doing, all the crazy people you're meeting. I can tell you about my journey uh, that I'm going to have dating all these chicks and like, you know, like <laughs> great and then it's going to be a fun podcast. Then COVID happened. Uh, and um, well, you got in a relationship. And you know what? Dating life during COVID and even up until now, it's not that great. Um, but but uh, but still, there's, you know, like um, there's other fun things we can talk about. And, uh, and you know, <laughs> dating in general is still fun to talk about. And I have some things to talk about because, you know. I, no, of course. Yeah. yeah, no. Well, yeah. When we first decided to start the podcast, I feel like my goal was like, you know, I had that crazy lifestyle. I had um, 
a good supply <laughs> supply I don't know if that's the right word supply <laughs> of hookups <laughs> and I yeah I was living my best single life and I never expected to actually be in a serious relationship at that time especially because I was very happy being single <laughs> and I was like wow this is amazing like and I don't know for some reason at that time all the people I've met even for like just hooking up um I feel like I made really good choices at the time <laughs> so these people were never like I always avoided people that actually liked me like like me as in you know wanted to date me or as a girlfriend or I wouldn't even you know what like I didn't even have the time to go on dates or anything so I would never go on dates one so of course the people that I meet are like just people who want to sleep with someone but then again like in those people you know there are assholes and there are some horrible people that use people but the people I met were like incredibly open-minded and nice and like one person was like in an open relationship so he was like married also but in an open relationship so those kind of things like actually and and they were all people with like um I I don't know how to say this like uh good careers or like dreams like someone that I can talk to and actually connect as a human being also not just like you know like sleep get out of here you know but also they were good people but also respectful of my boundaries and respectful of each other and I was just like wow this is like this is possible having like a grace in the life not crying about guys that are ghosting me not crying about you know so if it's not too much information (laughs) give us a Paul give the listeners a ballpark figure of how many of these you know uh on-call hookups you had at one point like at the level that you had the most um I mean still it wasn't like a crazy amount I feel like I had a steady like four, at least four to five people that I can like if I call I knew like at least one of them would come <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> over yeah but also like I I never took so much time to like spend like a lot of time with just one person either because I was working a lot too I was working two jobs I worked six days a week at that time yeah and I would like go out every single night (laughs) so that was some like insane thing and then I would never sleep with friends one if I actually yeah have friends I I don't sleep with my friends because that's like a friendship for me if I if I'm ready to lose this friend okay I'll like sleep with them but yeah yeah um yeah and i think that's why i actually i was so fascinated by this the fact that like you could just like you had these different options and i like, had a roster pretty much and not to mention the maybe maybe random person you met you know like uh, at a bar right, right. i don't know i'm just oh I'm, of course yeah 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 right? no uh, that would happen yeah. yeah and and then and then i was like you know what like okay uh why don't why don't like we talk more about this and you like I want to learn your, your 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 I don't know just what you've seen and done and how you've interacted with other people. So that was okay. That's cool. That's that's why I was uh, thinking like we should start. That's why I was like okay, start a dating podcast at the time because I was I thought I could learn and and you know what like um, it's just fascinating. I think it's crazy. <laughs> that that's a crazy story right there. 
<laughs> no, but like also, I think um, even not just about dating life, but uh, like I always felt fascinated about Yusuf has such a crazy life too, like moving a lot, and he's lived in so many different countries. No, I feel like oh, that's interesting. That's crazy. That's crazy. That no, no, no. Okay, and then like Yusuf, this guy the nicest guy ever and then he's like yo i'm a heavy metal singer i'm like excuse me (laughs) what (laughs) so and then i went to one of his shows like this is all funny because like we became such good friends despite each other having like girlfriends and boyfriends and then i feel like we've introduced each other's girlfriend boyfriends to each other like not just one not just the current one but the past ones too yeah, like that's why we have like a solid friendship. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. you met me. We were. Uh, I was in a transitionary. So were you a transitionary period, relationship wise, and um, you know, uh, which is a good segue into our next talk with one of our topics today, which is oh, God. <laughs> our exes. So, but no, at the time, uh, I was. <laughs> transitioning from one girlfriend to the other from a long-term girlfriend that was dating for like ah something like six and a half years yeah and uh um, which that's crazy to me that's, <laughs> that's, that's crazy insane. to me that's insane i will never <laughs> i i could uh, i i don't know how um how i ever did that and i don't know if i ever will um it's just not how how i don't know but i was transitioning never say never <laughs> never say never That's um but you know it was just um i was there was that, that was going down very fast when like when we met or it was actually already dead and then like um i was just like in a transitionary phase i wanted to leave new york and then um started dating this girl and uh it was a very interesting like you know time so yeah i think both our relationships at that time was like very interesting because <laughs> yeah. i was in a not so solid relationship i had like a toxic relationship at that time that started with all fun and games and having threesomes <laughs> and all and then you know of course that will never go well because that's how it's the relationship started the threesome um well i guess it was more like how is a threesome just for the people who haven't had a threesome oh god how is a threesome okay honestly i think to have a threesome you have to have a lot of trust with the partner i mean if you're the third person by all means like i feel like everyone has a role in a threesome and when people think of it so easily as like oh my god like that's so much fun like you know it's actually not and it's actually a lot of work I feel like to make it fun because each person has to know their role to make it actually respectful because okay I think a lot of times what happens is so there's a couple like and the guy's like, oh, let's have a threesome. We want a threesome. And then the girl like caves and is like, okay. And then they find this girl or this guy is like, I want to have it with this girl and brings a girl. And that never works out because then this girl is like, gets very aware of like, who is this girl? Or if it's a girl that the guy knows, you know, they'll, they might get jealous. And it's, 
really like you have to set boundaries and rules to that like oh are you like some threesomes are like you're not allowed to kiss the guy or you know like no or no no penetration or yes like it really kind of depends on how you do it you could just get crazy and like you know do it like porn you know (laughs) of course (laughs) but if you have fun with it by all means it's like really fun um I learned a lot from threesomes (laughs) I had like once I had a girl that didn't let the guy um fuck her but she just wanted me to like play with her and that was kind of cool because I felt very I felt like a queen you know I'm just like wow I'm like the center of attention (laughs) because this guy wants to fuck me and this girl wants to fuck me Wow, you were, you were like the you were like getting right. You were the center of yeah. You were the center of attention. Yeah, I was like, woo. but but yeah. then there are threesomes where I was so like self like you know like oh that's my boyfriend and he's mm. this girl is on top of him and I'm just like there next like you know you get awkward and I'm just like I don't know what to do. So I guess it's it's I feel like it's good when you have people that have been in a threesome that's already knows what like how this works yeah when it's a beginner I feel like it always happens where like the the one that doesn't have experience kind of like hogs the guy in in this case like two girls and a guy case okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. wait so so the, the, okay so in this case uh you're talking about mm-hmm. a threesome with someone um the couple being together or mostly together and an, an, an additional person. Now, is right. it possible to have a threesome where everyone just meets up? They oh, might of course. Very well. And it's like, let's just, it, you know, you don't, it, no one's a boyfriend or girlfriend. You just fuck everybody. Like, you know, in, in a less yeah. situation. Wow. See, I never thought about that. <laughs> I never thought. I, about- I've never been in that situation where it's like everyone's single, do whatever you want. But that sounds like fun too. <laughs> would you ever be in an orgy? Would you ever, you know, again, if you were single, like, would you ever, like, you know, because um, I mean, that sounds like exactly what mm-hmm. uh, an uninhibited, um, you know, um, just purely sexual. It's like, here it is, the Garden of Eden. Do anything with right. me. Do anything with you. Right. I thought about it a lot like I feel like that we actually we were we were actually talking about this like this was uh, before, the, before the podcast started uh-huh. you were like, there are these parties I remember you telling me about these parties and <laughs> and you and, and I was like there's these parties and yeah these people <laughs> like and like, yeah I know people and he's like yeah I'll take you to one of the parties and I was like really you're like yeah like we'll check oh. it out this could be part of it I'll be like, no way okay and then, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, but but yeah, so that was mm-hmm. in that case, it would be like just mm-hmm. you know, like to, to, right. Um, no, yeah, no, I forgot. I totally forgot about that at that time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was on an app. <laughs> that oh, okay. was made for more open-minded people. So it was. I hate. Da- By the way, like I hate dating apps. I've like tinder like whatever bumble all of that like i cannot i can't stand it and i've like i think i've done it maybe like once when i first moved like my first year or two like my second year in new york 
-hmm. I tried it just because it was such a big, like everyone's doing it. And then I was like, yeah, fuck this. And then the one and only app that I actually met people with was this app. And um, it was like a three, it wasn't a threesome. It was like an app for open-minded people with more like, more direct, like I'm looking for this. Not like, you know how Bumble or all these dating apps are like, you're trying to show your best qualities as a girlfriend, you know? I'm pretty and I have these hobbies and I work here and, you know, you're trying to be so interesting and all that, like that all, like this app was more like, I'm looking for a third girl for, for my, you know, boyfriend and me, or, you know, it was very like straightforward or like, I'm looking for people to have parties, orgies, like all of that. So I had some contacts where I could have done that, but that never really happened. Also, I I guess I am a little afraid of that. Not sure. (laughs) I mean, mean, yeah, I can see that. Um, Yeah. At the same time though, you know, you got to, I guess in a way you got to explore the boundaries, you know, like you got to, you have to uh, step into the realm of what is, what you're afraid of in a way, like what, you oh, know, yeah. a lot of times people really? say you're afraid of something. A lot of these people, all these like people like who've been successful, have done cool things. They say stuff like, um, you know, uh, oh, I go where like I'm afraid or like, you know, where the fear is and that's where you grow so okay because yeah. i assume like you're talking about the threesomes and that <laughs> shit you were afraid of you had some sense of like uh you know you were a little mm-hmm. afraid about that but you did it and um mm. you know what i mean like now it's i guess you're always i guess trying to get better or doing more and different things right right yeah no no it is i think it is important to like expand your horizons <laughs> even when it has to do with sex like even if you are a couple you know i think it's yeah, always think important to every explore couple, more what you think every couple you think every couple um who've let's say have been together or whatever should you don't think you should explore that you don't think that they would like tear each other apart like I mean, oh kill somebody <laughs> not necessarily threesomes it doesn't have to be i think it's you know what if you have enough trust in each other I think threesomes are a fun thing to try but you know like that's not for everyone of course but whether it's like using toys or whether it's you know trying to have sex in random other places other than your bed like things like that just fun even positions like fun things yeah I think is always worth exploring yeah absolutely you know I actually um I myself have only had, um, you know, one-on-one action, uh, but okay. um, <laughs> I've never like personally. I've not uh, really longed for like threesome or anything like that. Um, I mean, sure, like you know. Do you ever watch like threesome porn? Not really. No. I no. Just, okay. You know, I mean, like. Yeah, I've tried, but like it's just like I don't know. I just like just just one on one, you know. Um, Interesting. Yeah, because I feel like it's such a thing for guys. Like I know a lot of my friends. Yeah. Oh, dude, a threesome. You know, I can't. (laughs) Oh, I'd love to have a threesome, and I'm just like, okay, cool. Yeah, of course, it's it's great. It's 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 interesting and and very like like sexual, but like 
<laughs> I guess I'm not, uh, I don't like geek it out, but you know, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but definitely have those friends who are all about it and they have, oh, yeah. and they keep talking about it, but they just don't have, they can't have. Them. <laughs> <laughs> about so it. like I, when I used to work, with my best friend we I used to bartend with my best friend and the shifts we had together we would like talk so close with each other and like she would like touch my boobs and stuff and the yeah. guys would just oh my god like they would just <laughs> come to see us because you know, yeah. <laughs> we're like so close with each other but yeah I don't know I was always I feel like I'm always like, oh God, why is this such a huge thing for guys? Like they flip out and then we, we've done it. We've like kissed before in front of some people just to see their reaction or just to see them like flip out. (laughs) Even our coworkers, there were like these bus boys that like went crazy every time we did that. And we would be like, wow, Alex. And then we would like, (laughs) and they would be like, oh my God, they would get like all red. Wow, really? No way. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, that was fun. That's awesome. Okay. I'm gonna open this other can of beer. Yeah. Quick ASMR. Never had that one. Oh no, this is like some superhero looking KCBC. Oh, oh, uh, oh, you were yeah, you're you know this last time. No, I think you showed it to me last time. Um, Did I? I think so. Uh, yeah, it's an IPA, and I don't know. We do this all the time, by the way, because I feel like people are like, "Why are they just like talking about personal shit?" Yeah, no, <laughs> we, beers, is, we, we, yeah, beers, you know, and I get excited about new beers. <laughs> yeah, because you know, as like I don't know, as a, as a beer lover, a drinker, uh, you know, not to mention <laughs> I'm a former bartender. Uh, I always just, you know, you just never lose the the interest in like um, beer and where it's from and how it tastes and what mm-hmm. kind of beer and what color it is and how it. Oh yeah. Drunk and you know what I mean? Like it's 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 a whole thing, you know, on its own. Um, but right. you know, so how about we talk, Regina, now about um, well, we're talking about okay. Well, I want to ask you first, <laughs> how is your life? How is your dating life going now? Oh, man. Um, my <laughs> dating life is, well, it's not, I, I wouldn't call it very exciting, but I would say that there's, it's something's happening. And, um, you know, I am seeing um, some girls. So it's, it's not, um my goal my goal I you know what so I used to be uh, the relationship kind of guy and I don't want to be that at all and uh at all right like I'm a point in my life where uh I'm just looking for to have a good time uh that could mean just um well you know it means either not either it means hanging out having fun but also like obviously sex um but I, you were like continuously in relationships, right? Yeah. But prior to now, yeah, mm-hmm. I've always been that guy, whether I wanted to or not. I've always been like, oh, no, I don't know. But then I hook up with a girl and then like that was that became my girlfriend. And I realized that it's like, no, man, like, why? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you, um, you know? Um, yeah, there are people like that. And I never understood that. 
because sometimes I feel like I, I don't think you're like that but I do feel some people there are people that cannot be single like literally oh. they will just jump from relationship to relationship mm-hmm. I just like for in your case I just think you had such a long relationship that's why yeah but yeah, yeah. I mean, no, for me it's not that I can't be alone or <clears throat> no actually I, quite the contrary I love being alone I love my alone time <laughs> actually I actually fucking love it but when I do meet a girl and like, you know, we start having sex after a few times, I start to grow feelings. Right. And then and then um, um, and they also and even though I might be like, no, I don't want it. Like they keep like, you know, coming at me. And then eventually it's like, all right, fine, I guess. And then, you know, I guess I'll be in a relationship with you kind of thing. It's never me who brings it up. It's right. Never, never OK. It's 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 fine. I guess me who officiates it. But it's really like the the girls who I'm seeing who are kind of like making a case for themselves. And like, I feel bad. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'm fine. I feel bad to disappoint them. Never a good way to start a relationship. I know. Like feeling bad for them. No, I don't feel bad for them. But it's like, you know, you know how it is. Like you, you meet somebody, you start to grow feelings. And then um, instead of just being like more straightforward and assholey, like, all right. Mm-hmm. later no I'll, I'll, i like to be single i'll do what i want uh yeah. so i didn't used to do that now i'm doing that now i'm doing that so these two girls i'm seeing i'm doing that and um Ooh, how's that going so far so good you know like i just uh mm-hmm. do what i want it is a little it is hard it's not easy you know it's not easy but um and i expect there to be drama you know because obviously right um i assume they might listen to this so but um i haven't been unhonest with them they know and i've told them what we just talked about i well i've told them that um i want to tell anybody that i like and hang out with that my goal is not to be in, in a relationship it's just to have a good time and to um this is if they bring it up if they bring it up mm-hmm. i've i've never brought it up they bring it up. And um, whereas before I would cave in and just, you know, say stuff so that they would still hang out with me. Now I'm like, no, look, this is how, this is my deal. This is just fun. It will never be a relationship because I can't give that to you. I just can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and that's it. And like, if I, if something doesn't please me, I just uh, ignore them or I just disappear. And uh, right now my goal is to just, um, Meet more people. Right. What are you going to say? I mean, now now it's possible. Um, no, I was going to say, do you, like, actually go on dates? Dates? Like, no. go for dinner and stuff like that? No. Oh, you mean, you mean like, with, with... Yeah. With those people? Yeah, with the people you hook, hook up with. No, I mean, it's not... Um, um, it, it hasn't... It's If we go out to eat somewhere, it's because we have to go eat. If it's okay. not... Not like oh let's go meet up it's not like let's go for dinner and like oh i'll take you to a restaurant no like no Mm-mm. okay i don't want to do that no yeah no that's good like because i feel like the thing that always happens is like so in the case of like my ex we met drinking so we were like purely oh this is fun i don't want to be in a relationship and he continuously said it also he was like 
nope, I don't want to be in a relationship. Like, I want to be good friends that can fuck each other. And I was like, cool, that's cool. And then it became like, okay, so if we just drink and like sleep with each other and then like leave in the morning, whatever, like that's fine with me too. I can continue that relationship. But it became a little like, oh, do you want to go watch this movie? Like, and I feel like in the beginning, I respected how he told me like he didn't want to do anything. So I was never the one to initiate these like non-drinking meetings, you know? I was never like, let's go watch a movie or oh, let's go get... um food or anything like it was I wasn't like that but I felt like he did that and then of course you'll go I'm like oh does he want to like since we're like going watching movies and shit Mm -hmm. and then like while we're watching a movie he would like hold my hand I'm like oh and then like I would get these butterflies I'm like oh does he want to be in a relationship like he's just like saying like no he doesn't want to and did I like did I make it does he like me so much that he changed his mind you know like it becomes like that because you're sleeping together and then yeah so I was just like that's why I was asking like oh are you like doing other things to make them think (laughs) no no it it, it, uh, you know it just revolves in uh around uh drinking hanging out eating food yeah but because we're hungry and because we like to eat food you know who doesn't you know right right but it's not like mm, not like dates like mm -hmm. going out on dates and stuff Mm -hmm. no so but i must say it is tough because you know i need to grow the circle (laughs) oh yeah uh, because i mean you know it's uh um because I just, I just have to, to, to be able to, to be able to maintain this and to like not mm-hmm. just grow feelings so much. I have to mm-hmm. like other people. And right now, I guess things are like, um, you know, like opening up. So that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's going to be good. You know what? I think people will not understand why you're so adamant about not being in a relationship or not catching feelings. What do you mean? So like, what is the reason for like, I know because I know like what you want to do in the future and all of that, but like, Oh, you mean, yeah. Like, oh, it's like, a- why do you not want to be in a relationship? Oh, absolutely. Because like every time that I've been in one, I've always, and you might know this, you, hmm. you always try to mold yourself. You might try to mold yourself to whoever it is that you're dating or whatever they want to do, their likes, their interests, their, their vision mm-hmm. for the future. And you know what? Uh, I have been that guy and I have done it to the detriment of what I want to do with my life. You know, I want to be a musician. I want to be a writer. I want to be mm-hmm. that. I don't give a fuck if I'm broke. I don't give a fuck if I mm-hmm. don't make it, but I know that like, that's what I want to do. That's the life I want to mm-hmm. live. And um, if you are with somebody and um you you know you, you grow feelings for them you start to mm-hmm. this relationship and you kind of see your life with theirs so you don't just have to think about yourself <laughs> you have to think about the other person um for me i'm the kind of guy who mm-hmm. you know if you're my friend i you know i i'm all about being friends you know what i mean like i'm all, all i can give you the love but yeah and you know, obviously, if like I'm dating somebody, then it's the same thing, if not even more. Uh, so of course, I've, I have noticed my trajectory of where I want to take myself, and even sometimes I don't even know, but I just have to stay the course. And um, and if I don't know, if I'm, I might get veered off course if I'm dating somebody, I know I will. I know I will. 
(laughs) well what what if you meet someone that's like that wants what you want for your life like no no. (laughs) why is that a no no because um, (laughs) they might want what I want but um you know there's at this point where I am now I feel I have to be extra super selfish and do what I want to do because even though I'm gonna be hanging out with them and they want to Mm-hmm. they want me to do what I want and everything I believe there's still going to be an aspect of them that wants to control me it's true you know mm-hmm. uh, where where are you it's a Tuesday night it's 11 p.m or, or some shit oh um my band's going on tour in two weeks uh oh we were supposed to go see my mom you said no I don't want no oh. I'm going on tour okay so you just want to eliminate like anything that would possibly hold you down in any way. <laughs> yeah, because it pisses me off. I mean, I feel like, you know, there could be some people that are like super, super open and totally respect you on that. But I get where you're coming from. Because like if you're in a serious relationship, you do have to give a certain amount into the relationship you know, and that you're saying that, like, you don't want to do that in order for you to do what the things you want to do at the moment. Absolutely. Like, uh, yeah. for example, uh, it's a- almost April now. Um, and it's like the summer's coming. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what are you doing this summer? Like, we should plan a trip this summer. No, we should plan nothing this summer. <laughs> I, have, I have nothing planned and I don't plan anything like... at all. <laughs> I am not interested. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. And, um, the plan is whatever I decided is, and I haven't decided what I'm doing yet. So that's the plan. You know what I mean? Okay. That, I get it. I get it. Now, like that's, I know it's like very, like maybe like it could come across as selfish and abrasive, whatever, but it's where I am now. And I need to right. be like this for the time being, when will it end? I don't know. But I think once I, you know, as time passes, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. People change. I've I don't ch- think it's selfish. I don't think it's selfish because you're not actually hurting anyone right now at the moment, I don't think. And you like know what you want and you're going for it, which is amazing. And I think, but I think that you, <laughs> I think that you've had experience with being tied down <laughs> a I lot. Have. I have. I really have. It pisses me off so much. Just because, and- <laughs> yeah, just for the listeners, yeah. I'm 37 years old, man. I'm 37. I don't have time for any bullshit. I need to get to where <laughs> I want to be and do what I want to do. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, which reminds me that, like, I wanted to say, you know, one of the reasons that we did start this podcast is also because we appreciate all the degenerates out there all the rebels all the people that like don't do things the way everyone else does the, everyone that like even if it's in the smallest way breaks out of their comfort zone and does something even if it's a small crazy thing yeah, it doesn't it doesn't it, it's a it, you have a feeling mm-hmm. in your gut that you want to paint you want to be a painter you want to you want to dance you want to sing you you just like get like inspired by that and you really want to do it but you just don't 
think, but you know what? Don't think, just fucking do it. Like we're all about that because that's how we started. Yeah. I started. Yeah, Regina definitely. Didn't, Regina didn't want to work in an office in uh, in Korea and like have that that um, you know white picket fence Korean lifestyle thing. Marry a dude mm-hmm. who's like you know like super Korean. Um, <laughs> didn't want that, and I I didn't want. I didn't super want- Korean, no good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean, like very traditional. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. You don't want that, right? I didn't want a, a regular nine to five job. Yes, I got one now, but for the longest time I was in New York and uh I didn't work those jobs for like 10, mm-hmm. 10 years. Now uh but it is my dream, my aspiration to be an author and to be a right uh a musician and to make my living that way eventually. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. You know, um, and I'm always thinking about that. I'm just always thinking about it. And then whenever we meet, we talk about these kind of things. So, right. and and we like pee on the streets together, and we, yeah. you know, yeah. we, 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 we go out until six a.m. and a lot of things. Yeah, but that's <laughs> but, why I we appreciate <laughs> the crazy people in this world. Yeah. And I, I'm sure there's crazier, not I'm sure, there are crazier people than us. Oh, yeah. Definitely. definitely more crazy than me. But I'm just saying, like, you know, it, it, it it's, uh, I think it's really important to follow, like, whatever pulls at your heart. It really is because I believe that uh, it's what you're supposed to do. I believe that, yeah, it might not be the easiest road, but um, but that's how it is. And you can't live unless you you try at least to follow that even if it's a little bit you know just 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 do it you know even if it's yeah you gotta do it otherwise you die what's the fucking point of living there's there's i yeah unless you have a kid then you have to live for that fucking kid and then (laughs) you know what i mean it's not about you anymore and then it's all about yeah no that's true which is another thing that i have strong opinions about (laughs) wait what having kids yeah having kids man having kids or children in general <laughs> no 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 what, what? children are cool like whenever i see children I actually uh <laughs> happy I, I i i can appreciate their their honesty and their their zest for life because they're still they haven't like you know they're not adults they haven't um been slapped in the face repeatedly and punched in the stomach and like you know, like thrown on the street and run over by trucks. Yet they haven't had that yet happen to them. Mm-hmm. It will happen to them in 10, 15 years when they become adults, twenty years, whatever. Um, right. But when you see them as children, they're like all happy and stuff. I love those guys. Um, but don't those kids? You know what freaks me out? Those kids that are like adults. You know those kids yeah. that are like, you know what? Like, yeah, like there are kids that are scary. And I'm like, ew, be a kid. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, just go, like, climb a tree or something. Why are you, like, fucking talking yeah. like a 30-year, like, like, not even 30-year-old since I'm, like, past 30, like, pro- like a 50-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> and it just freaks me out. Yeah, it's like, this is the next Bill Gates or this is the next oh, God. tax fraud person. <laughs> Get this guy now while he's a kid. <laughs> When he's seven years old, invest yeah. in him. Before he knows how to use the lawyers, get him now. Oh, God. Yeah, seriously. No, but yeah, that always freaks me out. I don't know why. Yeah. There are a few like um celebrity kids that are like that too. And I'm like, Ugh. yeah, it's like scary. 
It is. It is. But wait, so so uh, let's go back to the topic. Let's get back on track and talk about right, right. Uh, our exes. So, you know, I told you, uh, well, actually, no, we did not talk about our exes yet. <laughs> but, uh, let me ask you this. We went all over the place. Oh. We, I did briefly. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think it was important because, um, you know, uh, I guess we, we talked about like not catching feelings and how you not catch feelings. Uh, right, right. I think um, very importantly, uh, what you mentioned when you're in your relationship is that uh, he started doing relationshipy things, you know, taking you out to dinner, maybe you going to movies. Oh, holding- yeah. Right. Yeah. So my ex, like, I think that's why we were in such a bad relationship is because we started as a non-relationship and then it kind of became a relationship because like for me it was that for me it was like why is he studying doing like relationship things and then I guess I caught feelings because of that and then for him it was like whoa 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 like why is she fucking catching feelings and then like he didn't understand that you're not supposed to do dating things if you don't want or and then I guess in his perspective he was like forced into a relationship with me But I think it got to a point, like you said, like, you know, like you start feeling bad. I think for him, like for me, that was not fair. Like for me, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what's wrong with you? Then I made several, like, I tried to make it clear so many times. I was like, I can keep having fun with you, but like, can I sleep with other guys then? Like, because at that time, I still had a lot of other guys that like, I was interested in also, interested in, interested in also. Yeah. Okay, why am I not <laughs> making sentences? Anyways, um, yeah, I was also like kind of interested in, but I was like, I felt like, what the fuck? Like, why am I in this non-relationship and I cannot fuck other people that I'm also interested in and these people are interested in me? Oh, yeah. And so I brought up the question a few times to my ex and he, every time he would get so upset, like, all you think about is sex. Like, I'm like, okay, I thought that's what it, this was. At that time, I wasn't as well-spoken as I am right now, I feel like. Like, I wish I would have been more like, okay, so wait, let me make this clear. And I would have, like, fought him on that more. But I guess I was, like, a little afraid that he would be like, okay, fuck this then. Like, I won't even have this friendship with you. But so this all, like, equates. And also, like he was a little manipulative in that way because he was having the best time. Like I would, he would kiss other girls in front of me. Like, so it was like that because we would get so drunk all the time. And I would always be like, like, I want to have sex with other guys too. I want to make out with other guys too. But then he would get so upset. So I would like restrict myself from doing that. So it got to a point where I got too angry and I'm like, the fuck is this like why are you so you want to have other girls and you but you don't want me to have other guys and so he kind of caved and he was like okay okay like we're in a relationship now but then that started problems where it's like he wouldn't introduce me as a girlfriend or people have already seen us being so crazy that they wouldn't think that we're boyfriend girlfriend so girls would still hit on him or you know there was a lot of layers to this but overall um and also like he had a problem with his ex where 
his ex still lived in the building. They lived together and then she moved out and then she still lived in the same building. <laughs> and she, it was a whole thing where like this girl seemed like she had no, she could not live her life by herself. So like even for the smallest things, she would call him or come downstairs to get stuff from him. So I would be at his house and like someone would like frantically ring the doorbell like 20 times. And he's like, Ugh. and then he'll go out and this girl is like, can I have an umbrella or some stupid shit? And I would get upset, of course, if like, you know, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, can she not text or call or be like, hey, if you're not like at least check in if you're with a girlfriend or because she knew at that point, like he was dating me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was like a lot of issues with this relationship from the beginning. <laughs> And then doing all the threesomes and stuff didn't help. Of course, there was already a lot of trust issues. And then he would get the amount of, like, I think I get drunk, but I wouldn't get so drunk, like, to do stupid shit. And I, actually, I did once, but that's another story I'll tell you later. <laughs> um, but, like, I would, like, he would be so drunk with his phone in front of me, and I would see texts, like... I'll come over, I'll go over, like, you know, like, stuff that I don't want to see, and it got to a point where the trust was, like, zero, there, oh, there was, like, this one time where, also, also, I think when you don't have trust in someone, you became, you become crazy, I was, like, a crazy girlfriend, like, I pride myself in being very open and trying not, like, try not to be jealous about things and try not to, like, you know do that to my boyfriend whoever like boyfriend I have um try not to be so controlling and stuff but wow like you know like (laughs) that situation made me a crazy girlfriend where I would like look at his Instagram like a crazy person like oh he added five girls like let me go in and see these girls who these girls are and I think it happens like I am like not that person until I met this guy (laughs) and I was like Uh such a crazy person and that was not good for my mental health that was not good for like anyone honestly and then for him it's like wow this girl is crazy looking at all my shit I wonder why by the way but there was one time he added a girl so I looked at this girl and this girl okay so my ex had a lot of tattoos but he had some very specific tattoos that were like five different types of tattoos in different parts of his body and this girl literally got the same five tattoos at this in the same parts of her body. And I'm like, wow, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Who wow. is she? And he's, you know what he did? He did what really toxic people do is, oh, she's crazy. I'm like, okay, this girl just didn't randomly come up to you, never had a conversation with you. And like, yeah. I'm going to copy his fucking tattoos ah like no there's like no one like that like if something did happen like that most likely had at least a few conversations most likely saw you long enough to copy the tattoos you know Mm -hmm. all of that but my ex would never ever like tell the truth about anything so he would just be like I don't know this girl is crazy she came to the bar once like you know and he was also a bartender. So yeah, that's how, like, you know, that pretty much describes the relationship where like how it was not <laughs> good at all. <laughs> so yeah, I guess like we slept with each other for 
a little more than a year and then we were serious for a couple months and that like definitely didn't work out because like during the time that we were serious like he tried to do a good job I feel like he tried to be a good boyfriend but the distrust that was built up from before like I couldn't deal with that mm-hmm. already so we fought a lot about that and then at the end it was like okay we cannot do this like this is like bad it was like bad for both of us and what was the point of the story <laughs> well i think we're talking about um x and um uh not catching feelings no wait. not catching all right so well, how to not be a, how to not be a boyfriend wait right me. so do not do what my ex did <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I okay. feel like don't, you know, like if you're going to be bad overall, you have to let these people free too, you know? Like you Absolutely. do what you want, yeah. I'll do what I want, you know? Mm-hmm. Has yep. to be fair for both. You know, so, like you cannot be in an open relationship where like one person is restricted and one person is not. So 100%. Mm-hmm. I am all about that. <laughs> you're a damn so okay so you wouldn't get jealous if any of your like hookups were sleeping with someone else uh maybe i would a little bit but then i then no because um because i know it's not worth it you know Mm -hmm. it's not worth it for me and um what to be jealous or uh no the relationship Like everything, everything. Oh, okay. Like they, they are not. Uh, I mean, this sounds really bad, <laughs> but um, <laughs> not not they aren't worth it. They are worth it. They are people. They uh-huh. great, but it mm-hmm. as a as a drain of my energy on on mm-hmm. on, on them. Not worth it. Um, hasn't been worth it. Not worth it. And um, and I know what I gotta do. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not. Right. And like you said, it's not fair. I don't, I'm not doing mm-hmm. it fairness. I'm just doing it because it's like, what argument would they have? It's like, you you, you can do whatever you, whatever you want, just like I do what I want. So, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, no. Then it's like, fine. But I get it if you don't I get yeah. it. You know, it's like they, it's not the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. But it's just how I need to operate right now. I, I guess for you, it's like, doing the things you want in your life is more important than starting a relationship because of course like when you want to be in a relationship you want to be all there for this person because of course you're like you're going to be in a relationship with someone you love and of course you want to be there for that person you want to give all like you know everything to the relationship also so it is hard i feel it like is, it is hard yeah. you know what i've had too much of one side And I know how I am. So I want to experience the other side. Right. Not a relationship be, um, you know, just mm-hmm. hookup stuff. And, uh, but not just hookup, right? I also yeah. just uh, be with people who it's like, I enjoy their company. They enjoy mine. We have a good time. We're friends. Right. We also have sex together. Uh, right. or, no, it doesn't necessarily have to be that. But I'm just saying like, it could even just be like a, an emotional thing. Mm-hmm. even be that okay like what do you mean emotional thing like it could even be like uh like um i have feelings of endearment 
with somebody. Okay. Am I, am I, mm-hmm. the, I, I mean, yeah, ideally it's sex, but I'm just saying like, mm-hmm. uh, if there's a tension, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like there, of course, like that, that's good too, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense. Okay. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, um, oh, if there's like a tension as in like, like sexual tension you're talking yes, about. But the other person, well, of course, I might know that like, there's that tension. Mm-hmm. And they feel that, mm-hmm. t- I guess you can call it flirting. I yes. Guess flirting. Okay. And there's that, but every time you hang out, there's that. See, I don't want a relationship to impede on that either. I enjoy that. It's cool. Okay. I get some, I kick out of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So that's where I am now. And so it's kind of like, no, I, I mean, if you, if you haven't noticed, I didn't used to be like this before you know mm-hmm. kind of i mean i don't know maybe i was but like uh right now i'm really making an effort to right not- to be it just hasn't brought me anything good so so that's why every time i'm like oh no but i'm like no 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 but you know exactly yeah. it's gonna go man so so do what you want and stick to your plan stick to your guns you know yeah right no, that's smart. Like if you, because you'll end up hurting people if you're, you know, act indecisive and yeah, hurting people. But also I want to, one of the things I hate the most is resenting people. Mm. I hate resenting people. Oh, we have to go hang out with so-and-so. Oh, like you said, we do this. Oh, um, well, like I took off and um, I was expecting us to do something. It's like, I, right. I want, I, I want that. I'm allergic to that. I'm allergic to that. You know, that's relationship stuff. <laughs> so, okay. No, I get zero. it now. I want zero of that. You just want to avoid that whole thing so that you can use your time the way you want to use it. Yeah. No, yeah. that makes sense. That, yeah. I know that's like, smart that you want to stay single then you know yeah. and, and um yeah so i need to guard i'm guarding this as as right I, whatever it takes to guard this and don't get me wrong sometimes it does get lonely of course sometimes you wish you could just you know just text whoever you want and, and mm-hmm. whatever and sometimes i slip up but um uh-huh. you know it happens but it's like i gotta get back on track so Wow, like I don't know. I I never got lonely when I was single. I don't know why. Or well, you know what? <laughs> you have a more exciting life. And plus it wasn't, it wasn't during COVID. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah. I was like, you know what? That's because I was working six days a week and going out every single night. Yeah. And like where I am now, which is DC, but it's not really because to virginia it's not like new york you don't have bars you can't go somewhere your friend can't call you like hey i'm at this bar even before covid it's like hey i'm at this bar come down to this bar no you have to make the that you have to at least ha- have it planned like a day or at least a day before and it's not and everyone drives so it's not like you can get go get bombed at a bar yeah no it's like no i have to drive 30 minutes to a bar yeah. and then not be able to drink until yeah. I get wasted. Whereas in New York, it's like, okay, let me get on the train. It'll take 45 minutes or an hour. I'll get there. I'll get destroyed. I'll take the train or I'll take a lift. 
Right. Uh, or know. most likely you're already out. So you're like, oh my God, you're in East Village? Shit. Okay, I'll be there. Like, I can be there. And like, I'm around the corner. Exactly. <laughs> you be like, oh, what you doing? Oh, I'm here. And a lot of times I was like, oh, I can't make it. Because, you know, because like I was actually a lot of those times with my with my girlfriend at the time. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I want to go fucking party on Steinway and fucking, you know. But, like, why can't, like, okay, why can't your girlfriend drink with you? I get, like, wasted with my boyfriend all the time. No, but I think, like, it was, like, um, okay, so, like, I guess we were hanging out, because I remember there were a few times we were hanging out, uh, my girlfriend at the time and I, and it was, like, 10 p.m., you know you're winding down you ate dinner you're watching tv and then like, you know it's like you're gonna go to sleep in an hour or an hour and a half yeah and so imagine if i was like oh oh my colleague from work oh she's <laughs> she's texting me i'm gonna go get trashed in steinway i think she would have like chopped my head off you know when i oh, came god yeah you know what you needed i feel like you were in a lot uh well no i don't know her so i cannot say that but mm-hmm. i'm like think you have to be on the same page with the person you date as like drinking wise party wise like or it gets difficult of course oh for sure for sure yeah. like 100 like you know like um like that particular girlfriend did not smoke she only drank sometimes but she was a kind of girl that would like well that's not true she would get tipsy sometimes but she would get like blackout drunk and like well i think <laughs> i think most girls do that they, they want to get blackout drunk and their boyfriend's there and it helps them that is, I think, a fact, actually. Um, anyways, hmm. uh, yeah. Okay, that's strange. I feel like my boyfriend gets blackout drunk, and then I... <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, recently. Never... Oh, well, you never had to, like... You don't think, like, um, oh, I'm just going to get trashed, and I'm mad at my boyfriend, so I'm just going to get trashed. Oh. And I'm just going to, like, have him take care of No. No? No, no I've never... No, I'm like scared of being blackout drunk. So I never intend to be blackout drunk. Okay, maybe not intend, but does it happen more often when you were hanging out with boyfriends? Mm. Not necessarily. necessarily. That has happened more when I'm single. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. Actually, I don't understand that about myself, Um, but... I get less blackout when I'm when I have a boyfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's so, okay. Never mind. So that point does not work, at least in this case. But, well, that's for me. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. No. No. Uh, but I guess uh, I forgot what the point was. But um, okay, I agree. People. Wait. Should... So like, get blackout drunk to punish the boyfriend? Is that what it is? I'm confused. <laughs> From the perspective of the guys, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, if let's say a girl. Uh-huh. Their girlfriend is, um, they had maybe an argument or, or mm-hmm. their girlfriend's not happy about something. Um, you know, they'll go out somewhere. And um, because I assume the girl is holding back and she expects the guy to know what she's thinking in her head. She'll just sling back the drinks until she gets drunk. Oh. Talking. And then like she calls and is like, fuck you. Come pick me up. I'm wasted. Or <laughs> you know, when, they, when they go out. When they go out together, okay. they go out together for lunch, uh, not lunch, uh, dinner. Oh, like I'm with my boyfriend and I'm yeah. Doing you're that. with your boyfriend. You're at a club or you're at a dinner. You're you're at a bar. You're drinking somewhere, uh-huh. 
and there's like an underlying feeling there's like a, an underlying argument something that he did oh. that the, the, you know okay. what I mean? that the girl maybe didn't like but the boyfriend uh-huh. probably has no clue what uh she's she's well he's probably has some idea of what she might be mm-hmm. talking about but at that very moment he's not thinking about that he's just like of course just like you know just trying to enjoy himself uh-huh. um but then um you know and then i don't know they just like drink in my experience they they get drunk they have a drink and then they like start to get like what and then they get like sick and then maybe they start puking and you have to take care of them you have to go yeah excuse excuse yourself to the poor bartender and then you have to go and uh, either help them puke take them home that is a that that is a very frequent thing um in, in one of my relationships wow okay so you suspect or you know that it's because she was unhappy about something I'm, that has to do with you. I, uh, I, uh, I, you know, so, you know, so. <laughs> okay. That is all very strange to me because, okay, guys, everyone, this is why communication is important. <laughs> okay. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. But, but like, so the only time some of these shits would come out was when she was like, drunk and i think not just her a lot of fine guys too i guess but a lot of people uh-huh. do this it's true okay that is true a lot of people get drunk and then say their like real feelings or whatever they they're real you know or nothing but just well in, whatever in my case i'm pretty sure it was that but uh, uh oh god okay so for me i'm a very happy drunk so i don't get wasted unless I'm like happy wasted. Like, I don't think I've been angry wasted. Maybe like once or twice I was like upset at something and then I get wasted. But I think I avoid that one normally. And normally it's like, we're partying too hard and I get wasted and start throwing up. (laughs) So like last year, or I forget, is it last year? Yes, last year, my birthday, I went to Atlantic City and it was during COVID, so only, like, outside bars were open at that time. So, like, patios and stuff like that. Yeah. I fucking, bleh, like, on a patio. <laughs> oh, shit, really? It was so, I don't even remember. I Like, I barely remember it. It was really fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> and the poor bartender had to, like, bring a bucket of water to, like, wash it oh, away. no. but it was like really fun and nice because okay also like last year we couldn't really party and then new jersey is kind of crazy you know so new jersey like atlantic city was open and all the casinos were open and we're like okay let's go to ac for your birthday so we went and then there was this one bar we went to and there was like another birthday next to us these guys like three sad guys that had (laughs) one of them it was his birthday so we're like it's your birthday too whoa because they were like these three guys like "Mm." and then we were like ah party so they were like join us and then we went to a different bar and then everyone was getting too many shots and i was like ah and then i like (laughs) and yeah that's what happened yeah and i still have those guys on my instagram those birthday guys the sad birthday guys but they were awesome they were really nice and you know what i found out they all didn't know each other either they just all met at that bar and it was the one guy's birthday and they're like yeah it's his birthday too let's all hang out yeah 
<laughs> we're so lonely. It's like, hey, what, what are you up? oh, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, let's hang out. Can I be your friend? Can I be your friend? Like, uh, let's all Uber together to this other bar that we know. Cool. Like we do, like we have no, I like still don't remember their names. Yeah. I have to like look them up on Instagram to know their name, but yeah. that did happen. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Oh, God, did we talk a lot again? I think we did. Yeah, we I know I was gonna say, I think uh, I think we went over our time that we said we would go, but uh oh, God. I think we had a pretty good run today, you know, and this is a good off <laughs> this is a good kickoff uh episode for the show, you know. I think, okay. uh, you know, uh, I think we started strong, but uh, uh, whoever's listening, yeah, like, thank you. This is uh degenerates, not your mom's podcast. Uh, this shit once a week. So, you know, um, if you're watching us, like us and subscribe and just wherever you can listen to this, subscribe to our podcast, please. And so thank- we are on Instagram youtube we have a website degenerates nymp or www.degeneratesnymp.com and you can find all the information there we do have a blog also and we write i mean yusef is a writer i am not but i try (laughs) (laughs) no no we yeah absolutely we're both writers we have a blog so we're gonna write shit on it um we also are gonna do once one of these every week uh, we're on iTunes, right? Or, yes. uh, yeah, we are on iTunes. Yeah. Um, we're still figuring out all the logistics, honestly. That's why it's yep. been taking so long. But <laughs> yeah, but uh, we we're on iTunes. We're on mm-hmm. uh, we're on Instagram. We're gonna have a Facebook, right? Right? Are we? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Probably, again, again, we're working out the logistics. Yeah, we're working them out, but uh, definitely like uh, subscribe wherever you can. And uh, mm-hmm. thanks for listening. If you've been listening this long, you guys are awesome. Like you know, this is a long time. So, all right, guys. Okay. Carla, Gina. We're leaving. Are we doing the awkward goodbye? I guess so. It's been good seeing you. Bye. I will talk to you shortly and uh, or <laughs> soon. Right. And I will see you soon. I'll see you next week, I guess. Okay. Thank you for listening, everyone. Bye. Peace. Ah. <laughs>